Welcome to So Far So Rare. What's happening, Haber? You're back. It's been a while. Uh, hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> it's me. I'm going to make your joke. Last time you were here, you had more subs than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made the joke before we started recording. Shut up! <laughs> it's actually better when you make it. When I make it, it's bad. They always say you shouldn't punch down. <laughs> I'm fucking leaving, man. What I'm allowed to swear because I'm going to swear anyway. We're going Screw to talk about... I'm swearing the whole day. <laughs> demonetize, demonetize. We're going to talk about loads of things today, including collections. And I was watching Laird, Nep, and Gator Guy chatting away last night. And they were all about getting little special pins for collectors and stuff and trying to jazz up collecting. What do you think of this hat? I don't like it. No? It's, do you think it makes me, makes me... My, do you know, actually, it fits pretty well, but I'll tell you something. My head is getting poked an awful lot. <laughs> like, I, they are pins. I have actually got one of the newer versions of that hat. Okay. You see, this is the OG yeah. football hat. You've got the baseball vibe going on. Have I? Is it the baseball one? Yeah, because you've got the circle. and So it's like a ball and a... It's a baseball and a football, whereas mine is a football. Oh. So you've got... I've got the OG one. I got mine. I played. I played a football tournament in Paris against the so rare guys. Who won? And uh, the, they did. Mm. But the thing is, like, they stitched us up a little bit, right? Because they invited it was like me, Stitch, Zidane. Harry Trade. You were supposed. To, you were supposed to do it. Do you remember? And oh yes, it was in February, Mr. wasn't it? Mr. Famous Man over here pulled out because he got some kind of brand deal in America that you have to go do. And yeah, for so whatever. rare, I was doing the bloody yeah, MLB must stuff. Be nice. Must be nice. It was. Yeah. They didn't invite any of us, did they? No, no, we have no. to sit here and get battered by by Sir Rev Paris Club. I tell you, you what, there's some go. ballers over there. I went over they last are, they October. Are. Yeah, they 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 stitched us up, mate, because they didn't tell us that the 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 game's different, right? It's a five a side cage, but it's heavier footballs. There's no there's no long range shooting in it, right? Mm. Um, the idea is completely like futsal related, which I've never played before. Um, and these guys play it like twice a week, and they were just destroying us so hmm. we beat the other teams there that hadn't played before and then we got to them in the final and they just absolutely cooked us yeah get them over harry trades by the way baller the man is so a good. joke what he so did good. at anfield is yeah. just insane but even just like everyone's seen the the goal he scored but even inside that goal just like everything he did he's just yeah, yeah he's, he's just solid. so good he's just a proper yeah. footballer he's just an actual fucking footballer yeah anyway <clears throat> with loads of questions he to talk the about at anfield though did he I don't think so. I think we trounced them. No. Yeah, no, we? but the, the winner was technically the first goal. And, uh... But it was a crap goal, wasn't if it? If I remember correctly, he... yeah, no, it was actually a pretty good goal, I think. It was a wee like, bumble over the line, it was wasn't like it? A, it was like a scuffed off the shin. The top corner. I think it was like 45 <laughs> yards out. It was you, everyone that was Haber who scored it. <laughs> it was me, guys. That's got to happen. It was him. Sorry. It was him. I had a chance. I had a couple of chances. I hit the post. Um, yeah, you did. I didn't um, score, though. Who score. was it? It was, um, I think, was it Fiago? The first of all, had an absolute rotter of a day. Yeah, he that missed guy, about 18 shots from like inside that, the six yard box. If, if you recorded him that day, like he's not, a, he's not a bad footballer, but like if you'd have recorded him that day, you'd have been like, Jesus Christ, this guy, why does he make football content? Big he chance missed. Atrocious. He would have scored like a, a three point zero. So rare. Yeah, zero even. <laughs> that was really bad. But uh, was it you or was it someone else that, that could have had a pass across? To an open tap in, me and the guy shot and missed. 
I think that was like FPL Focal's brother or something. Yeah, yeah. That it was, was like nice. I was there and I even like stuttered my run for the square, you know, like stay on side and he just missed yeah. it. I was like, oh my yeah. God, I could have scored Anfield. I also had a nice shot from the edge of the box and the keeper made a worldly of a save. Yeah, uh, I, have, I have one of Stish made a, a decent one as well. Stish had a good shot and the keeper made a really good save for that mm. one. I have a I have a video of it because I took my GoPro. I've yeah. got a video of it behind our goal. You can see Stish like curl one and like it looks like it's going to the top corner and all of a sudden Sellers comes out of nowhere saving it. So it's pretty that was pretty impressive. I was quite I was it was a good day that. I mm. I do my, my highlight of the day and, and I know obviously we've got stuff to actually talk about, but I'm I'm a rambler here, okay. Mm. Um my highlight of the day was I can't remember who it was, that guy that got invited last minute and he was a big Liverpool fan, good footballer on their team, probably the best player on their team. Oh yeah. Um quite a big guy. Forget his name. He does like a he does a show. I know his on name. YouTube. And is it Anfield Agenda? Is that it? Yeah. Um, Anfield Alex, TV or something. Like it's that. Alex, but it's Alex Gildetrot. Is that his name? Alex. I know he's Alex, but his Twitter name right. is Alex Gildetrot. Baller is great. Well, by the yeah, way, yeah, right. Yeah. My highlight is I've got a video clip of me. He, he's he gets the ball in the box. I just started playing centre back with Harry like for the like, second half. Yeah. Right. Charging back, he gets a ball into the box. Out of nowhere, I come flying in with a slide tackle and 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 clear it. And he just goes like this. He goes on the floor. He just goes <laughs> like that was his one moment. Liverpool fan cop end one moment, and he got what ruined the... by a United fan. And I was fucking loving it. Honestly, I, I, I watch that clip every day. I got saved a couple of times. I played centre back at the start, and I was like, I can't do this. I'm just not built for this. So uh, Harry no. saved me a couple of times, and I think James Alcott too. But Anyway, um, this week is the start of the 500 grand prize pool for the Premier League winter competition. Um, what's your thoughts on it? Like chump in change like, for you, isn't it? Hmm? Chump change for you these days, John. Chump change? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm so, so rare billionaire over here. Um, the... Like I know it's this has kind of been done to death. I think it's like it's not old news, but I mean it's been known for a couple of weeks now. But I mean it is coming this weekend, so just like to a quick any quick thoughts on it now that it's actually come to the time of playing the teams you're not nah no i'm not playing it too often would i like shovel a bunch of money in to go and play a new competition and then actually not win crap from it so i'm just like i'm just not gonna play it Mm. i just don't see a point i mean like i i get it i i think it's exciting i think it's um it's good for limited this i think it's really revived the limited market in the premier league for sure but i don't see the point in playing it in like rare or unless you already had the cards like Mm. I'm not going to go and spend a grand on two or three new new season records to try and win because it's just like there's going to be so much competition in there anyway. Not yeah. for me. I think it's cool though. I want to see more, more cash cash tourneys. That'd be nice. Um, I think so. I think this is definitely a good way to go. Get these big cash tourneys in. They're marketable. You can you can throw them on league websites and club websites. Players can talk about it and stuff on their Twitters. Whatever whatever tools they have from the licensing rights they've got quality mm. but i can't be bothered to play it's it's one of those where it's tough right i have like a couple of new season cards that i've won so i'm very much there's different types of players in this game and i'm one of those leechy bastards who was really balls deep so early and compounded and compounded early to the point that i have loads of cards that i love from like 2020 that are like level 20 and it's like I have a level 20 Allison, or he's actually probably one of the only cards that isn't of that era. Trent's of like a level 19 and a level 20 Trent. I've like, um, point is, I've loads of old cards that are really high level. 
why would I ever? I it doesn't the five percent bonus you get from new season card means nothing to me. Like I'll just use my guy who's maxed, and like <coughs> even like the trends are like twelve percent because of the collection bonus and stuff from that season. So I haven't really bought any new Premier League cards. I've won a Haaland, I've won a Thiago Silva, I've won like a Justin Clivert, and I've won like I think that might be it. There might be one other rare who's kind of a bit of a shitter in the Premier League. So realistically, if I want to go and compete in this rare division now, I need another one. And it's like, I've got Haaland, I've got Thiago Silva, who are both really decent options. But it's like, do I want to, if I really want, if you actually want to compete, you know, I could put in like an Alice and a Trent, Thiago Silva as my extra Haaland. I need to pick up a midfielder, really, from this season. I want to do that. It needs to be someone quality. Do you know? It needs to be someone who's a few Modric. hundred quid. And it's like... I'm just kind of on the edge. I don't know whether to bother my arse or whether to just put all my bitching lineups in the same old divisions and have a lot of competition taken out of them. And like Haaland will be a slightly more of a differential, maybe. You know? I think it limited of a bit more going on. Actually, I lie. I've got like an Everton stack. But I can throw Haaland into it and Trent and Allison and Salah. And I don't know. I'll probably play limited. Don't know about rare. That's the way I say it. Your cards have the same utility as they did two weeks ago right like mm. you can just play how you're playing I, I mean we were just talking before the pod and you were saying how you've been winning some decent rewards and you've been churning well like so that it's not going to change you just put them in the in the comps they were in before realistically um i don't mm. see i don't see a point i mean the price pool to me as well and and this is not a shot towards so rare it's, it's actually just me in general it does not get me excited enough like a first place, which is all like, you know, difficult anyway to get, is one thousand five hundred dollars. It's a lot of money, right? That mm-hmm. is a lot of money, and for some people, that would genuinely double their gallery valuation. That that like, that that's so much. You know what I mean? But for me personally, I'd rather try and win all star rare plus, which is like a thousand dollars plus a star rare, which will be like one to two thousand dollars as well. Like. Mm-hmm that's that high roll i'm just a high roller i've always been like a high that's why i don't play limited because i don't doesn't excite me the idea of winning a star and it being like 70 bucks does not excite me i've always tried to play the high divisions the high rolling stuff so that's why i'm not like that's it just does not entice me enough like but it's great money like you know top 40 getting 150 bucks top 30 getting 200 whatnot like it's really really good money and if if you play it right and you're smart you can probably you probably could have built a decent team that can push and, and grind and churn that ETH, but it just doesn't bother me enough it's one of those i think it's a something that people have been vocal about before is that people would love to see some of these price pools across all divisions be a bit more top heavy like a bit more of a jackpot factor because we all know how hard it is to win it is really yeah. really really hard to win um Obviously, limited's even harder. Rare's hard. It's so hard to win. But like, it's if you do actually win, having a marginally better star card than the person in second, at times, <clears throat> it it sometimes I, I get the call for like a massive top prize and reduce the lower prizes. So, for example, I don't know with this Premier League Winter Special Rare, and maybe I'm full of shit, but I hear you in a sense where it's like five hundred grand is the the tagline. But if you were to go and actually win the rare, you're getting 1,500 quid, which is less than you will probably get net if you go and win, as you say, an all-star rare pro or mm. like a, even all, I don't know, all-star. <coughs> but really good prize, as you say. I think where this, where I really like this is the fact that at the minute as it stands, now it's still 24 hours pre-lock, but like 
there's only 400 entrants um i don't know what that rises to but like down to 150th kept 60 quid you know but part of me wonders that 100th to 150th where they're all getting 60 quid that's 50 people getting 60 quid um you know that's a decent lack of cash is that like three grand um 50 60s i'm pretty sure that's three yeah, grand. Yeah, I'm sick. Cut me grand, some yeah. slack. like part of me would prefer something like this to be like first place three grand second place 1500 you know like lump those like 60 quids to the top make it more of a jackpot element i think like the balancing of it it doesn't excite i think you could excite people who play rare if you're realistically going to compete in that rare bracket you probably have to have cards that are worth a couple of grand yeah do you know what i mean i think like there could be more of a jackpot factor to it particularly with the 500 grand tagline if you're telling me there's a 500 grand tagline but realistically unless you're in super unique but like the best i can win on a week's 1500 quid it's a lot of money but i I hear you like that i think it could be a bit more jackpotty that said if you go and enter this religiously with a pretty solid team over the course of 11 weeks if you come in the top 150 six times you know of like half the time there's 360 quid in your pocket you know so it's like I do kind of like the fact that you could just kind of grind this and treat it like not a threshold, but like another. I don't know. Ultimately, they've put the cash up, which is great. It's just we're kind of talking intricacies here, the balancing, aren't we? Yeah, it's a bit like. So for me, I think it's and and this is a thing, right? So for 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 the people listening at home, when I say like for me, I mean I mean as a personal thoughts rather than like oh it's a gripe with the game like i have yeah. no issues with this tournament at all it's just not for me it's like yeah. if you didn't like the taste of something it's just not for me right you know women are just not for me um <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to get me cancelled lad I, i'm sitting here saying nothing i'm gonna giggle along with you and say nothing lad. <laughs> <laughs> i thought i'd just throw it in there um no it's it, but it is not it's just not for me it's not for, i'm not gonna go and build a team and, and enter this it's not it's not <sighs> it doesn't excite me enough i I will say like so it runs until like i think the end of january right had it have run until christmas a december only month-long thing right and they'd have they'd have compacted 500k into a four-week thing and it was like 70 grand a week in rare and it was like the top prize was like 15 20k bro i built a team yesterday i built a team last week because Mm. i think when i got involved in so rare the top prize was mbappe but mbappe when i got involved in so rare was 20 grand that was what we all played for that was that that idea that you play rare and you could win a 20k mbappe was like oh i'm so excited yeah, every bad. week to, you know what i mean it was like nowadays like and don't get me wrong it's still nice to win it still really is nice to win but like the top i think stitch won all-star rare plus and he won kane and that's like that's like a two grand card two grand is fucking phenomenal love that mm. right but it's not 20k mbappe it's not 17k this Kimmich. is it's yeah not, this is where we sound so detached for like a new sign up. If you're a new sign up, you've came to this yeah. podcast. What you need to realize is the people who are realistically competing for that two grand top prize have probably stuck 50 grand on this platform. That's why there's yeah. this disparity. If you've came in now and you've sunk five grand in and got a bitching team, you know, a two grand when you're returning 40% of your, your investment yeah. or we will not call it an investment, whatever, you know, it's like, it's different. 
it's very very different but ultimately i think like obviously it's class that it is on it's half a million they're injecting it's great you know it's, it's more money in the market i think it it'll be exciting. interesting to see how many cards it pulls out of the normal tournaments i think everyone's yeah. decision then has to be like there's no question that it's good it's about where do you play where do you prioritize and for me i am definitely leaning based on my gallery to just trying to win more in the normal divisions i play um the cash is lovely, but I just don't really have a gallery built for this. I, I, If I went and I picked up a Rodri, I think I could do all right. I'd have like Trent Allison, Rodri Howland, I'd do crap this week because they play against each other, and chuck in a Thiago Silva who doesn't shoot less than a 60, but doesn't shoot more than a 72, and we'll be all right. But like, I don't know. Something I wanted to mention on this though, there was a day last week, um, I don't know how long it was there for, I just noticed it's not there now. The Premier League, 42.5 million followers on Twitter, their banner was this competition. Um, how many people actually see that in a day? Who knows? But they also made some pretty like t- big tweets about it, didn't they? Like they were tweeting away about it. Maybe it was Maybe? just one. Yes. No, but the the official Premier League was definitely. I'm trying to look it up. But I'm going to be scrolling for a while because these guys post like ten times a day. Yeah. But there was I definitely. I, I do remember seeing something. I don't remember exactly what I saw, but I do remember seeing something. Yeah. So again, this comes into like. <clears throat> Everyone gives out to Surer and says, like, when market and when market and when market and all this, right? Here it is. They posted on the 17th of November. It's the biggest Surer competition yet. Sorry. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. What age are you now? 25. (coughs) You need to change your about on YouTube. Whenever I was creeping your subscribers to troll you, you said you're like 24. So, yeah, I do need to change that. Collect your favorite. I might want to stay young again. Sorry. Yeah, you can you can stick it up. I, I won't rat you out. Well, I've just ratted you out to this podcast, but I don't think it'll have a dent on your YouTube. Collect your favourite cards for this season. Enter for chance to win an incredible prize every match day from this to this. Get started. Here's the link. Um, nearly a million impressions. Do you know? That's decent. I think I think so. A, a massive misconception, and this is someone. I mean, my dad had his own marketing firm, and I I love just the whole side of sort of online marketing, right? Like whenever YouTube's done for me, that's what I want to get into. I want to get into the marketing side of things. I want to I want to work on big brand campaigns and stuff like that. Right? It excites me. I think people don't realize that. Firstly, so so rare have got a battle on their hands when it comes to marketing because it's not a it's not something you can go in mass market to to everyone because it's not it is niche. It's a niche game and it's and it's the way the way it is doesn't market well to a mm. broad number of people. Um, it's not like Bet365 where you can go and whack it on, a, on an advert before a football game and you've got all the 40-year-olds on their couches going and slapping on their acca. It doesn't work like that. Like, it's mm. not... And that's not me saying so as gambling. That's just like... I'm just using a random example. Um, so people seem to think if they just mass market this thing and they just push it, it's going to bring tens of thousands of people onto the platform and all of a sudden prices will be where, it were, where they were 18 months ago. And that's not going to happen, right? They need mm. to be strategic about how they market it. Um, and little things like this is always nice because obviously that you know you're pushing it to a million people on a 42 million follower page. Um, but these aren't these aren't. It's not so right going out and paying for marketing here. This is part of a licensing deal that they have with the Premier League, where within within that they they get deliverables from the Premier League's official accounts, and this is one of those deliverables. That's just how that works. So so rare haven't gone out and said right, we're marketing it today by by putting it on the so rare twitter account it's just a part of a deliverable that they have with, with the premier league but, and it's what they pay right yeah but that um, is like ultimately part of their mar- whenever they're negotiating that deal you know that, that's yeah, part of their 100%. budget that comes into that do you know what i mean so it would still yeah. be marketing in my opinion 
but I hear what you're saying. I'm not arguing it with you. I'm arguing it with the people that that are going to take what you say and think that this is their marketing push. Oh, okay, yeah. Which it isn't. I think people yeah. need to be patient and understand that, like, we're on a platform that almost, it, like, one of the best ways this platform markets itself is word mm. of mouth. And they need to generate hype through things like this competition to bring new people in. And ultimately, it's going to market itself, right? It's it's going to, I think Rivals is another thing that will market itself. Like, it, we need to see organic growth with this platform because we're not gonna we're not gonna see numbers enough to sort of fill out what people think the demand is at the moment. Mm. So what I like about it, if I was the, <clears throat> this sounds like I'm saying this just to kind of flex, right? Because I'm gonna go somewhere which is a little bit flexy. There we go. And I know you're the man who will rip out, rip into me for this. <laughs> what I love about this is the credibility. It's when people see the Premier League tweeting about this. Yeah. A million people see that, but it is absolutely concrete, credible within football, within fantasy. If the Premier League are tweeting it, they're the guys who run FPL. You mm. know, it doesn't get more credible, in my opinion. You know, like who else is going to tweet about this that you're going to be like, oh, I trust. You wouldn't even trust Fabrizio Romano that much, and we trust that moment everything. The Panthers. I just that with my life. You trust that with your life, okay? <laughs> so, the Premier League is like absolute. I just think the most credible thing ever right <clears throat> that's a million impressions to put that into context in terms of like eyes on so rare i only have this in front of me because at eleven thirty one, alex sent me this because he was just doing a bit of digging this year so far i don't know if it's this year or this season i think it's this year total views we've got on short form content that involves so rare so like anything that's so rare related like has so rare involved in it. Yeah. These are all organic, none of this is paid, is eighty eight million six hundred and ninety seven thousand one hundred and fifteen. But it's completely different. The reason I bring it up is like so rare can get infinite and have through the likes of me, Fiago, you, Chani, Nepenthes, other creators, other deals have done with like, I don't know, AccuFood or something like are they doing something with transfer marked? All these huge pages. They've got billions of views. But I think there's a difference when the views are as credible as the Premier League is kind of what I'm getting at. I understand what you're saying, yeah. I think, I do understand what you're saying. I mean, I'd but I suppose it's that the conversion rate. Like, I'd see the click-through of that tweet, see how many people click the link versus how many people sort of scroll past it as well. Um, mm. I'm sure so rare, so rare actually will get those um, demographics through. Um, and they'll get all the information and all the all the analytics through from that tweet and and well, it's a low enough engage just to put it in here. It's a low enough engagement rate, like of the million views or whatever, one point seven thousand likes. But for me, it's like, what is it? I don't know. What there's there's something in like sales where it's like the fourth contact, the third contact, the seventh contact. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but there's yeah. a certain number of contacts you need, and I think that one's like a, just a really really credible one where it's like they've seen that, they might have seen something I've done, they might have seen something you've done, they might have seen something so rare. Oh, they might have seen something transfer marked on. 100%. Like, I, I just think, think it's... People love seeing it. It's the same vibe as... I don't know. Like Sky Sports hold weight. If Sky Sports... If someone's doing something in Sky Sports, everyone's like, oh... If you do something on YouTube, it's not quite as credible. I don't know. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. But let's move on, because there's pitch notes and loads of shit to talk about. That whole um, thing, by the way, guys, so you can tell us how many views you got on so That whole thing. That, that whole 23-minute ramble to get us to this point was all leading <laughs> to that. Um, so on Thursday we're going to launch our first ever collections event top collectors for specific clubs will exclusively receive access to a jersey item that's today 
that was yesterday if you're listening to this on Friday. It was two That's days right. ago if you listened to it on Saturday, and it was three days ago if you listened to it on Sunday. Four days ago, I'm going to stop. Four days ago, if you listened to it on the <laughs> yeah. 11th of February, 2025. If that's correct, it's not. It's way off. Definitely not. It's way but off, it would I have think. been really like weird if you got that. Um, I think that's that's nice. I'm excited to see how many top collectors. Um, and is it the top collector for specific clubs or top collectors like top three, top five? Maybe it'll depend on the club. Yeah, I think it depends on the players <coughs> they have. I think. I think Dan said, or someone said, it's like however many shirts we have, that'll sort of be it. But what? So what I imagine will happen is that we'll get a notification in game, and I think I I want to say it'll be the top te- five or ten of like certain collections will or collectors will be able to go in. But it might even just be like the top two or three of each scarcity or something. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it works out because uh, you know if someone's top limited collector but doesn't have thirty five thousand coins. Or whatever it's going to cost, you know? Yeah, that would be rough. Because it's quite feasible that you won't have enough coins. How many coins have you got? 130,000. Oh. What have you got? I've been buying stuff, though. I've got 50k. K? Yeah. <clears throat> you see, I, I just don't really pay attention to it, to be honest with you. So, like, I don't know if that's, like... I imagine it's quite a few. I, I buy, like, boosts and stuff like that for my... Oh, for do my, you? My XP boosts and stuff, yeah. I should probably do that, you know. I did buy the an extra, the third Academy Team expansion. I'm going to sneeze here. Oh, yeah, I've got, like, a few of them. I've got, like, I, bought, I think I bought three of the expansions or two of the expansions. Like, um, mm. how many did I buy? Two. You see, I bought three, but I'm, like, a fourth one. The, the thing that worries me now is almost, like, are they going to, like, change this? They've kind of said they've scrapped my fitness, but it's like, will this change? It probably is worth having a fourth one. Here's here's a call on Sora, something I'd love, right? See, when you go to play, and I'm going to just pull yeah. this up so I get it absolutely bang on what I want to say. You go to the academy, you go to register. I would love yeah. a filter. See if this filter's here and I've never seen it. I'd love a filter, a wee draggy bar to sort by level. Maybe it's a unique problem. So many of my cards are level 18, 19, 20. And it's like, I don't want to train them. I want to train the guys who are like sub-level 10. I you know what I mean? It, yeah, There's no, there isn't a way to do that, I don't think. Yeah. No, and I'd love a wee bar that I could drag because I sit and just scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll to find a guy who's not level 18, 19. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I think you're one of like eight people on the platform with that problem. <laughs> Probably, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. No, I hear it, to be fair, because I've actually had the same thing where I've like, I try and, because I think, I think the level 20 cards I've got now, I've got Messi, Kimmich, and Joao Paulo. My, not like, bad ones to have they're, they're all level 20 and now and i keep putting them in and taking them out because i'm like why am i training this guy he's max max hp mm. so i do hear that, it. it that yeah Little and it, it maybe it is quite a niche problem but i don't know if anyone else hears it go and shout it so around maybe they'll listen to us um but yeah look it'll be interesting to see how that collector thing drops and hopefully it's not just a shit show kind of like to be honest with you all the other jersey drops are where 90 percent of the platform are left disappointed um do you, do you know like I think what Sarah could do, because Sarah have got all of our addresses on file, right? Rather than making a whole big song and dance about it, it would be nice if they picked out random collectors, almost how they did with that Anfield event last year, where mm. like there was just random Liverpool fans there, right? That were just so rare players. I spoke to a bunch of people that were like, yeah, I just, just play so rare and I, I like Liverpool. Like they, they weren't content creators or anything like that. They just picked people out and they just sent them a jersey without telling them. Like, Yeah, but how do you, do you bring know how- coins from the market then? 
They could have made a roll for their own back. They, they'd, they'd figure out ways. I mean, like, people having loads of coins, they, like, if they never put something in there that's going to... That, that that makes coins valuable, I guess it's not even a problem, right? But I do hear, yeah. I think the, the, what you're saying is a lovely idea, right? I just think it's like... I look at this now, and I have we've just like there. I think there is a problem that I have one hundred and twenty nine thousand coins. It's not that I'm saving for something; it's that I've nothing to spend it on. You know that that's the reality. Like that's the problem yeah. here. I'm not saving for something that's holy grail that costs two hundred and fifty thousand. I'm here. I think there's no merch to buy. There's no, no shirts that I can ever actually buy. I did two or three of them where I sat down to do it. I won a, I got a full on one like first time. I did two or three more. Was really disappointed and said I'm not bothering my arse for any of the other ones. So I haven't bothered my arse for any of the other ones. I don't need extra swaps. I don't really yeah. want to spend forty five thousand coins on a fourth team academy team. Mm-hmm. <coughs> the the up leveling up cards. Meh, maybe I could do that. Skins don't really bother me. And even if I did, how, how many am I really spending there? If I spent ten thousand there, I'd be going crazy. That's the you, problem. Would you? Would you buy? cosmetic items that that change the appearance of your cards oh yeah probably i'd like i'd buy like, honestly i'd buy a santa hat for like hans van like that's Christmas. what i want i really want like i don't know how viable it is but i guess like because the 3d nature of the cards is not an nft the card itself because you remember they released the card themselves that was 2d before that's the nft the 3d mm. part is like a little case or something that they've added onto it um okay. I can't remember what it's called. Maybe a vector. I can't remember what it's called. But like the actual know. card itself, the actual NFT itself is two D. Um, and I wonder, like, I don't know what the extent of what they could add on. But if they could add like cases, they could add hats, they could add little things on there. Like, like you could add different things. You could buy different things in the shop. I'd love it. I, I know they've got the capabilities of getting a coder to do it. Right? They could mm. find somebody that's capable of coding it and do that. That grab. You know, maybe you get like a. You can you can buy a case for your card that makes the outline of it gold, and that's a reward. And you, that's how you know it's a reward kind of thing. So like, yeah, you know, little shit like that. I would love. I mean, like, I know I'm not. I like I don't speak for everyone. I'm not trying to speak for everyone, but like, just little things like that. I would absolutely love. Like, I'd love to buy a little chain on a card that I'll never trade, right? And I put a little chain and a padlock on him to say, right, he's never leaving the gallery. Yeah, stuff like that, man. But like. You know, I I don't know how viable that is. I don't know how feasible it is. I don't know how... I, I don't think there'll be anywhere near as many people that care as much about stuff like that that I do. So, like, yeah. probably probably really low down on their priority list. I would love... Um, I'd love to see more there. I'd just love to see more I could spend on. Um, mm-hmm. A small bit distracted there because uh, I'm literally dying of a cough. I've been muting myself to people listening, but if you're watching, you're probably seeing me dying in the corner. Um, what was I gonna say to you there, Haber? Oh, I just I just wanted to after like it's been like a couple of months and all now, but I was just flicking around a card while you were talking about what you could add to them and the three D cards. And I was just thinking like God love the design guy and the shitstorm he got when these first came out this season. Because they're my favourite now. And it was after someone I said this in the podcast already, when someone tweeted like the six cards of all seasons besides, so I was like, Oh, this season's actually nice. But I like this season's you, cards. This season's are your favourite? They're like top two anyway. I really like them. I really like... I do like this season's <coughs> cards. Um, what's my but my point is, like, imagine being the guy who designed them and everyone's going apeshit on the first couple of days that the rounds be like, these look shit, these look shit, these look horrible. That happens with everything, I feel like. I know. Like, no, I, I, I said when them. they came out and people were losing their shit, I was like, 
Can't lie to you. You'll love it. You'll love it in four months when you win a card and it's like a nice card and you like the look of it. Yeah. I think my favourite card design is 2020, 2021. 2020, 2021? Yeah. My, my Kimmich is a 2020, 2021 card and I just... Maybe it's because, like, the... Like, it all just works really well. Like, the colour of the kit, the colour of the card. I'll, I'll link you it on... Uh, <coughs> yeah i see I, I see them i can um see, i love like the, the buying kit the card it all just works like perfectly i love it it's weird because it definitely is like a nostalgia thing for me 1920 is my favorite um like my 1920 doku gives me a wee boner every time i put it in a lineup um oh, nine, doku was around in 1920 i was about four Anderlecht. years old and yeah, 17 that's one of my favorite cards i got a turkey from that season too yeah um, oh yeah yeah that is that is a good that is a good design but i think yeah. it's nostalgia i don't think the design i don't think the card actually like i don't think objectively if you put that in front of my mom i don't think she'll pick the older one i think she'll go oh no this no. one's like 10 times nicer but yeah, i'm yeah, like definitely nostalgia yeah um right what was next in this pitch notes thing <laughs> to help your trade needs you can see when people are online wonderful you can see when they're online now and you can hit them back with reasons which is great yeah Player pages pretty fun Player pages have the date of birth of a player. This will help you scout future stars. Okay. Couldn't care less. I used to no. there anyway. Sorry, Shira. Yeah. New faces are hitting the market. Anyone really notable there? I think Doku, Doku will get a card soon. That's why I'm really happy. I did a trade for... Uh, I got rid of my Super Rare Doku. Mm. Um, last week, I got I, I traded my Super Rare Doku and my Rare Coman for a Super Rare Griezmann. Oh, I saw you've got that Griezmann. I wondered how you got it. Um, that's a huge card yeah huge. I'm really really excited about it especially um, when you've got the likes of Kimmich to go with it or like big big cards yeah. to go with it that's like that's that's bitching yeah I'm very very excited about that um, and it would make the icing on the cake would be if Doku then <laughs> got a card minted this season because he's not got one at the minute if yeah. he then got a card minted this season and and dropped significantly in price because of it Mm. That I'd, I'd I'd be I'd be a very happy man. No, no I'm I'm not praying on the downfall of anyone with Doku. I'm just saying like, you know, it would make me feel a lot better about the trade. You know what I mean? like, yeah. Um, have a look at that. Some of the super rares coming onto the market. I do this every day. Yeah, I look and I'm like, Ryan, don't do it. Enzo Fernandez, Rodrigo, Rodri, that is. Guerrero was kind of everyone thought he'd smash, just not really getting game time. Is he or was he injured? He's in, been injured. Uh. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the one that kind of mentioned there, but moved on from the oh, so sorry. They're given. Just to finish this off and then go back to it. Given previous season collection albums, more love. Achieve a collection score in any licensed clubs. Current or old season album to unlock a badge for free in the club shop. Achieve a collection score. Yeah. So you just have to have anyone. No. Um. So it's specific collection. I think it's. I think it's five hundred points and you get the badge. Okay, why doesn't it say that here? Maybe it did somewhere else. It's the I don't think it's been talked about in the podcast. Maybe it has the ability to go back and forth, like go back and say not enough money. I like that. Yeah, but like the one thing I don't like, right? I'm I'm firing shots at Pavel here, right? Pavel, there's still a fucking counter off of each fella. Stop mm. rejecting it, saying I want more money. Tell me how much you want, like, <clears throat> oh. It, it, I gave up on Pavel a while ago. Lately. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I did. 
Pavel, if you're listening, I don't know, mate. It just got to the point where I felt he was he was looking too much every single time, but not even a little bit too much, just like preposterous amounts too much where I was like, this is stupid. I'm giving you yeah. your 10%. I'm giving you your 15 20%. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, the one thing that really annoys me about Pavel is he will get a card in his gallery and the first thing he does is like, if it's an older card, cards aren't on the market that much. One one thing he absolutely loves doing is whacking it up for like so much more than it was, and then yeah. he's like convinced himself all of a sudden that's the price of the card. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? He has a Rodrigo for a Rodrigo from like the Senate. Um, I don't know how much that card would be worth, like a couple hundred quid. I think he's got it up for like eight hundred quid for a rare. Card. I'm like, mate, it's not 2019 anymore. Mm. Um. And he's fully convinced himself that's the price of the card. Who's, yeah. Who's to pay 800 quid for that? Yeah, I hear you. Um, I hear you. I went in for a couple of really decent cards off month, like, I don't know, a few months ago and just earlier in the season around the kind of time of what the Kane and Kimmich. I think I just went, I was trying, maybe it was Bruno Fernandez or something, I can't remember. But um, anyway, right on to some questions. <clears throat> Let's bang some of these out. I am actually dying here. You can hear all the coughs here, but they can't. Um, oof. I'm trying to hold one in now. Um, Right. What's this? Is a theme for you from Jack Doyle? What's your most DJ and FOMO so rare purchase? So many, so many of them. Um, What's the worst one? If you can only tell us one, what's your biggest? Like, oh, what are you doing? My one was when I spent twenty grand on a Trent Adonaruma and Ezekiel Palacios super rare. Now it was a different time, but it was still a bit DJ. Trent super rare as well. What, sorry? Was it a Trent Super Air? No, 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 no. A Trent, I don't know. You, you, you had a Trent Super Air at one point, no, didn't you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I have two Trents. It, it was it was January 2022, probably. It was like nearly two years ago. And the market was booming. A Trent was worth about eight grand. A Donnarumma was worth about eight that. grand. Yeah. And Palacios. I think I spent 18 or 20 grand or something. That was like absolute DJ. It was just a different time. And when you look at it in hindsight, you're like, that's a house deposit and it's fucking mental. <laughs> Do you know? But yeah, at the yeah, time, I mean, I... and Mbappe was 50 grand. Do you know that Mbappe was 25 yeah. grand? So it was a different time. I paid I paid 12 grand for my Kimmich um, mm-hmm. just about, just over a year ago. I bought him on the 20, I come up to two years actually. I bought him on the 21st of March for, for 5.2 ETH, which was 12 grand back then. But he's he playing like this week, isn't he? coin. Yeah, yeah, he's back now. He had a two months match suspension, but he should be back now. I have a headache. I have Kane, Sané, and Kimmich. All right, here, here's a so rare problem for the class, Haber, and I want your advice. PSU fans would call me a moron and just tell me to buy someone else, right? Mm-hmm. I have Kimmich, Kane, and Sané, and Coman rares, right? The logic is to play Kimmich, Kane, and Sané together. Yep. A nice wee stack. And they'll all score pretty well. Kane and Sané are slamming it. And Kimmich always does well. It's amazing. I have Donnarumma and Hakimi. Or I have Alisson and Trent. Depending on the fixture. Or Alisson yep. and Van Dijk. Or even Alisson, Van Dijk and Trent. If they play like a Luton. And then you could go Kane and Kimmich. Or something. But anyway, my point is this. There's such good cards that I want to play them in plus. I want to play them in All-Star Rare plus. Yeah. But the three, the three rares are midfielder forward forward which would leave yeah. two super rares for keeper and defender which is not yeah. optimal so should i just be like i was thinking this week of going for like all-star uh, rare plus being like of ivan banich who's a really good fixture 
Shugawara, Johan Handel, who averages like 40 AA a game, and then chuck in like a, <clears throat> I don't even know, another decent midfielder, Hector Herrera or something, and then throw in the Komen, right? And then all-star rare or champion Europe rare. One of them's probably really obviously the better choice. I like the money in all-star rare, but champion Europe is champion Europe. But like, Alisson, Trent, there's money in there too, but I think there's more in all-star, is there not? There's more in all-star, yeah, but there's like a decent amount of money now in, in champion. In champion. Where, there's like, more star cards in all-star as well. But anyway, yeah. I'll, I'll work that out after. Should I just be going... Donnarumma, Hakimi, Kimmich, Kian, Sammy. All rare. Four. Like, and that is the, the epitome of a team that can win. Do you know what I mean? That is like, oh no, this can win. Here's the thing, right? PSU, I love Sean, right? And I've got, I, I have a term for him, for the people listening at home, right? I, I, he has he has what we call so rare autism in the sense that he is so insanely good, so rare. But, but he can't see out of his bubble. So like, He's so fixated on his own stuff. So he, he just thinks that any normal rare comp is, is a waste of time, a waste of money, right? Mm. It's just not. It just isn't. If you put out a five-team, dong-swinging, like, monster team, like you just like you just mentioned, right? You can you can win a rare comp. It's not, like, limited. It, like, mm. my first win came from Champion Europe Rare. That was my yeah. first ever win. Um, so, like, he will sit there and tell you play rare plus get good super rares but that's not that's not the answer like it doesn't it doesn't always have to be like that so mm. i would say yeah i would say play your donnarumma your kimi your kimmich kane zane i think that is a smashing lineup you can play that in rare and then you put your other players because sukuara has got a fantastic matchup you play him in him and palacios in in rare plus with with your other rares because you still got some great rares in yeah. there you got some great cards in there as well um but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, don't fall into the trap of worrying about playing D4 because of PSU. Because mm. he's done that to me as well, to the point where now, like, he's he's trained my brain now. I don't even put a gas four team out half the time. Because I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So don't, don't, don't fall for that trap. Don't, don't. It's more just like, I think if the balance was different, I think if I had a, and this is where maybe I need to be more proactive in my gallery. If I was to trade the likes of a Raphael's Liao super rare, which is probably yeah. not worth what it was, so maybe but or a Shugawara, for example, who's probably worth a, a decent whack or whatever, and get in return, go like go to take a bit more probably, but like getting a Leroy Sane super rare, then I'm sitting there so with I, yeah, Kane yeah. Sane super that's rare Kimmich. That's what yeah, that's why I got Griezmann is because I, I'm in a similar boat to you where I had. I have a Kim Min Jae Super Rare, Neuer Rare, and I have Rare Bruno, Rare Kimmich. So the only way I can play Rare Bruno and Rare Kimmich in the same lineup is with a Super Rare attacker. Yeah. So that's why I did that. I, that's why I got Griezmann. I think Zane Super Rare is a great lineup. card. Pavel's got one in his gallery if you wanted to consider... Uh, Real uh, negotiations. Yeah. I would say, if I'm being honest, I've <clears> always <throat> thought that Rafael Leao in your gallery is such a waste of time for you. It is. Although he's a he is so exciting to watch. He's an electrifying player. Until he gets that move to like somewhere that isn't AC Milan, he's just no, never going to be that card you can rely on every week. That's the annoying thing about him. I feel like he he'll eventually get a move to a to a smasher team. Like he'll go to like a Barcelona or something. You know, like he's one of those players that will go to a team where he will become a a household. Well, he's already a household name, but like you know, a star. 
like mm. a proper star, like a oh my god, it's Rafael out. But until then, you're gonna get these games where he drops a forty pointer against Salaritana because AC Milan just decide they want to suck that day. Yeah, they haven't been great so far this season, really, have they? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I have a few more like that. Even just like, if I was in your shoes, I would I would go I would go to Pavel or someone and I would try and use Rafael Leao in getting a Super Ezane because I actually tried to get a Super Ezane and then PSU stole mine off me. Mm. And he's like, he he came to me, he knew I was trying to get one right. I told him for a while that I was trying to get a Super Ezane and then Bellamo was selling one. He goes, oh Bellamo selling this Super Ezane. Uh, do you mind if I go for it? I'm not gonna say no to him. Am I? I'm not gonna be like, nah, fuck you. He should have just mine. him. Should have paid more than him. Good luck with that. Though. I didn't have the I didn't have the ETH at the time, uh, so I was like I was like I was set, I was in, you know when you're in the middle of selling crap and like you're you're building up the balance. Like I, mm. I had like at the time this is this is a few months ago, so Zane was way cheaper than he is now. Um, I'll tell you how much PSU paid for him because this is what I could have got Super Zane for. Now obviously I can't. So, uh, PSU paid one thousand nine hundred pounds for him, one point five ETH. Now I had about an ETH in the gallery, and I was mm. selling some stuff. I was almost there, and I was going to buy that card. Um, you have a lot of tension. <laughs> we were a father-son relationship, mate. It's just how it is. You know, um, fathers and sons fight all the time. <laughs> Marco Sullivan, with I the coverage of the African Cup of Nations confirmed by Sora, how does this affect both of your planning for the coming months? Honestly, it hasn't affected me at all. It just means I might get yeah, to use Kulabali again. Or I, I'll, I'll keep it stacked. I don't think anyone should care about Afcon. Like that came out wrong. I care about Afcon. I I don't think anyone in Sora should sit there and like change their strategy for Afcon. Even if you have like a goalkeeper or a defender or a forward or whatever, right? Like it just it's another piece in your gallery. But you need to remember, mm. the top five leagues are all still playing. The the, yeah. the top five leagues in Challenger are all still playing. The top five you. leagues in this league, you know what I mean? So it isn't unfortunately it's different it's, than the Euros. Like because the Euros, it's well there'll be there'll yes. be. Obviously, different American. to the World Cup, different to the Euros. Like it's different to these these international comps that play when nothing else is playing, because like unfortunately, typically in international competitions, you don't get these absolute smashing hmm. scores. Even in Afcon, you don't get these huge huge scores all the time. I went and looked to to see if it was worth me building out like a Cameroon stack with my own owner. It's not because unfortunately, like. The, the the week that they'll play like I don't know Guinea Bissau whoever a bad team I don't know who are a bad team in, in Afghan mm. um, USG will go and play like UPen and the same one hundred you'll get from somebody over there you'll get three of them from a USG squad that have just smashed UPen five 0 you know what I mean so it's like yeah. just play your normal strategy. Um, this is a good time for me with this question actually to give a shout out to Sura Data. So the question is. From Mark game with the very first cap two twenty game week for the month long competition this co- upcoming game week, which low score L fifteen player would you recommend? Now I'm gonna be quite honest, I didn't see this ahead of saying, ahead of asking it, so I haven't sat and scouted. But that said, so rare data, um, I've just went over to their game week center for the upcoming game week and had a look at their pick scores, and I would probably just scroll down this and find the first one that has like a really low L15. There's a lot of 49s in there. Like that's not particularly particularly low for 220 to be honest with you, but like Lucas Riaka there has an L15, 49. Uh, when he's up against Granada at home and is projected really well. And I'm sure if you scroll on down here, there'll be um, players in the lower 40s and whatever else, 47 there. And I'm sure at the 45, you keep going, keep going, keep going. They'll, they'll just get progressively lower. And you'd find someone, but um, I would scout for that on so rare data. If I like, 
if I went to answer this question now, Hamer, I'd take five minutes and so rare data. So sign up using code John Nellis for 72 hours free at their star membership. There you go. And thanks to so rare data for supporting the podcast and channel. Hamer, do you have anyone in mind? I can go look at my gallery quick. Um, um, or I, I might just look through these pick scores a bit further, to be honest with you. I would say, like, in terms of maybe like a sort of a gambly one that you could potentially look at. Um, I know Graham Susie could potentially start for sport. I don't, I don't know for sure, but there's definitely potential that Graham Susie could start because I think LeBold is injured. And if I remember correctly, their other guy had a knock or something like that. And he's got like a zero L15, but like, that's a gamble one. Like that he's, he's like 55 years old. So like, don't go and buy him on my and put him in a priority lineup on my back. You know what I mean? It's just like one of those that could potentially happen. So I've just went and found a bunch of absolute bargains, right? Um, <clears throat> using this again, game weeks. So you go into game week, you go into pick scores, and then it'll be here for so for all star limited. You can pick whatever position. I've ticked all the positions, and then I've sorted the cost right down. Um, so let's set it like this is proper bargain bucket zero to twenty nine. If you're listening to this on podcast, I'm sorry for a second, but um, I went and just picked a few guys. So Alexis Salamakers um, has a really low score. Uh, projected to start up against Torino, he costs thirty two. Pell Van Amersfoort um, cost twenty eight, just twenty eight. Got a sixty, got a decisive in his last game. Projected to do quite well at home to Fortuna. Um, we have Ludovica Jork. Um, who costs 33, Marguinho, there's a few guys here who cost silly low amounts, Tim Lemperl, with a cost of 44, has had a few decisives recently, so there you go, and that was all literally in just two minutes, using so data. Thanks for giving me a natural segue to that plug, Mark O'Leary. Um Anything else not here, or will I move on? Uh, feel free to move on, mate. Um, oh, it's actually, sorry, I do have one for you, like, this yep. one... This one is is uh, I haven't seen as many people looking at this one. Just kind of flying under the radar. But shout out to Sir Ray Monkey for this one. Um, but really, yeah, go, go, you know, Geronimo, really, you know the IX goalie. He's back in training. Zero mm. L fifteen should be starting sometime in the upcoming weeks. And when he does, he'll have a zero L fifteen for the Cap two twenty comp. Um, Amazing. Have we limited and he's there? Obviously, IX is IX is goalkeeper as well. So, although they have been crap, I imagine he might be a bit of a boost because they've kind of their goalies have sucked since he got injured. Do you know they've been using? I was very um, tempted to pick up his game week two hundred edition card. I might just do that. So for that Villarreal, um, so for my Villarreal collection, one of the yeah. only if I want to get a big, decent boost, one of the only special edition or jerseyman cards available in the market. I looked at this yesterday. Is him. His last sale was twenty five euros, and for thirty six euros, the special edition ones on the market. Now I don't know if thirty six is stretching. I might go in and offer them thirty. Maybe I did this yesterday. Well, they've asked for not point not two, which is thirty seven. Oh, yeah, I've, I've just seen that. That's actually a really cool card design. What the hell? It's you know what I mean. It's nice. It's actually really nice. I like that. See if you click buy. See if my screen changed to Ryan Haber. It's Haber owns no. this card. I'd snap. I, I have no need for him. No but you know what I mean. It's like I'm overpaying by a tenner. But it's a tenner, and it's really, and his price is probably way down. And should I just DJ in? It's a tenner. 
Lad, I'd spend a tenner on really stupid shit. I'd, I'd go to the bar and spend 36 quid at a weekend. There you go. I don't need it. I do, I do not need it. I'm going to buy it and sell the old one. There you go. Done. Bought it. Mine. God, I'm... That, that, there's, there's your DJN answer. That was just absolutely unnecessary. Right. Um, a couple more questions and we'll wrap this up. Shakhtar Donuts, what do you think you'd be doing for a living if not content creation? And what did you aspire to do growing up? I wanted to be a police officer. Did you? We yeah, part trip. Yeah, no, like I just so I used to watch a TV show called The Bill. All the oh, time. I remember that. I used to love it. Like, my grandparents I watched it. I was obsessed, and uh, yeah, for for a long time growing up, pretty much up until I was about 14, 15, I wanted to be a police officer. I was just obsessed with like, I, I wanted to like, I, I love the idea of working my way up, but eventually ended up in being like a detective and like, you know, solving crimes and returning kidnapped children and stuff like that. I mean like <laughs> crap like that I don't know like it just yeah just like that whole thing maybe I'll do it one day but yeah do you love a wee true crime novel or like a tv show see no podcast? I don't I just like I think is something about like this can sound weird but like outsmarting a criminal and like mm. figuring out what they've done I love that the idea of that you know what I mean like someone thinks they're so smart I've completed this crime like outsmarting them, figuring out they've done it, like that satisfaction. I feel like something like that is really appealing, and also just like I like helping people. Mm. Quite a nice guy like that. Yeah, I like it. I'd probably just be an air traffic controller. It's not what I dreamt of. I didn't really have a dream. I, I, really I read somewhere, I um, and sorry to bring a Debbie Downer to this, but I read somewhere that air traffic controllers got the highest suicide rate of any job. Stressful job. Yeah. Can you see that? Can you see that? Is that like what? Why? Not why right, is no. it so like? Why is it so like? Why would I would say case? so. I don't know. The th the thing with air traffic control is the intake process is pretty rigorous. Like to give you context, when I applied, there were like four thousand entrants or something, or two thousand, three thousand. I can't remember thousands. And at the end of it, I think like six people qualified or like eight people qualified, and there were only like. 24 taken into a class or 12 whatever it was and i think it's one of those where it's like it's not about being a straight a student it's about aptitude it's about like are you built to do that job and i can comfortably say i felt built to do that job and it's not like oh i'm class it's more just like no i can do that job like it's very specific it's not transferable when i if i wasn't in this i couldn't go from air traffic control and do a different job it's very specific what, what is and so I, like intense about the job it's what, just what shit hits the fan. Like the hardest. 99% of the time, it's smooth sailing. Everything's pretty routine. Everything's great. It's whenever a pilot calls you, go mayday, mayday, mayday. That's whenever it's like, okay, shit hits the fan because you're like, did okay. You have, did you have that a lot? I had a disproportionate amount of maydays for how young I am and how long, short. I was only in that career for eight years. I had, I don't know the number. That, that's the thing. People, if I talk to older people in the job, they're like, oh, I've had three maydays. I'm like, I can't remember how many I've had. I had one where like there was smoke in the cockpit. And that was the one that shook me the most. It was an Aer Lingus that was like 80 miles off the coast that had departed Cork and was heading to like London or something. And they were 80 miles out. You could still see them the radar and they started turning around. I was like, that, why the fuck are they doing that? Got a call from the sector over and they were like, Aer Lingus is coming back. They've declared Mayday. Don't know what the issue is yet. Okay. So you're sitting there waiting and then it's like smoking the cockpit. I'll transfer them to you early. Like, so they click over the frequency early. So they're talking to me, not talking to that other sector. And it was like the first time that it was like, 
they had the gas masks on in the cockpit because there was smoke in the cockpit. Do you know what I mean? So like yeah. your comms go from being crystal clear like there's to you know like it's just different. So that was like and Jesus Christ. It's, it's, it's then, a stressful part of that the idea of potentially people on that plane dying. Oh yeah, like the 180 seater or something. What is it like a point seven three seven? I could be wrong. I think they said about 200 people, 180 or something. So like that that was the second part that shook me because then they go, it's part kind of routine when there's an emergency like that. And a mayday means like grave or imminent like danger to life. Yeah. They report the fuel on board, like how many how many hours of endurance fuel have they got? So like three hours endurance. So then they, like people can calculate how much fuel's on board in terms of like danger for like a fuel for an explosion. And I think it's also like if the pilot's knocked out and we're flying an autopilot, you know how long it would fly for before like it comes down or like whatever. It's like the fuel, they take fuel for a reason, but it's also souls on board is what they say. So like souls yeah. on board. I think he was like souls on board 182. And I'm like 182 fucking people. And I've got 10 other planes in my frequency that are in the way. And I'm like, I need to prioritize that cat now while he's, do you know, in a gas yeah, mask talking yeah, to me with smoking yeah. his cockpit with 182 people on board yeah. while I'm dealing with dickheads around this airfield and it's like right where do you put 10 planes because you don't have you can't land them because you can't if you land if you went to land one of them and their wheel pops and they block the runway that guy who's 182 people on board has nowhere to land because there's a plane on the runway so you can't mm -hmm. risk even though it'll be like a 0.01% chance that that plane actually stays in the runway because of an accident itself you can't take that risk so they all get pinged off to like different holds. So they're all like flying around wee circles in the sky out of the way. And you basically tell them all like radio silence is emergency. Shut the fuck up. Like none of you talk to me. And then this plane's bombing in. And the last part of it that was like Jesus Christ was normally like it's a very, this is a bit of a long story, but I think it's kind of interesting. You know, it is interesting. I'm, interesting. I'm interested right now. So it's like, a, if you think of it like where the runway is, it's a bit, a bit of tarmac. And then Tim, it, it actually goes out way further, 20, 30 miles. But there's basically a beam. If you look at the end of a runway, there's these things. They look like they're like posts that like heart doesn't really like candy canes. Almost they're not candy canes. They're, they're, I'm trying to describe the shape. I think I know what you mean. Thought. But they're there and they're pointing. That's basically called a localizer, um, and it'll shoot out this massive beam like 20, 30 miles. And that's how planes in bad weather, when they can't see runways, when they don't know where they are, they use that beam to basically lock on, and then they know they're in a direct line with the runway. So they come down a direct line. There's another thing called a glide path, which dictates their altitude. So there's like an axis like yeah. where they follow this thing yeah. and they come down exactly as they should, right? Normally when they turn on to a localizer, it's just this like seamless turn. Because like, the air traffic control's job is to like say, like, turn right heading 320, clear ILS approach runway 34, report established or something. And that means basically turn heading 320 on the compass, establish on the localizer and report when you're on it. And they normally just turn on to it and go yeah. this guy turned on to it and went through it and went back through it and went through it and went back through it because he like the smoke in the cockpit the gas mask on couldn't obviously see the controls as clearly do you know what I mean yeah. so he's trying to follow these instruments in the cockpit and he can't see what he's doing so that was like am I about to watch this thing fucking hit the turf I was like Jesus Christ and then you look out the window because you're in the tower and it's like he looks lower than usual do you know what I mean yeah. and it's like so then you're it's just it was that's why why air traffic control is stressful it's the 0.01 percent of the time that that happens i was actually pretty all right after it to be honest with you like i went back to work the See, next this, day fine this, this is it this is a thing like like and i don't know if like i can't say for sure but i don't think i would not care i don't think i would be affected massively 
if that plane had hit the hit the ground and yeah and they and 180 souls had died i don't think that i would have held that burden i don't think i'd have carried that around with me yeah if it was me like, and that's I fair but what that, if i don't think that'd be on you like, you know what i mean it isn't but where it gets questionable is when it's like okay well what if the other runway would have suited them better and you didn't relay that information what if you forgot to tell them the wind what if you didn't do this what if you could have tightened them up by that extra half mile what if you, yeah, you know it, it's tiny it's increment and i mean i i wouldn't and that's why i went back to work the next day but like there was a plane crash in cork in like 07 or 08 or something and like people were fine after it but i mean it was like SISM, which is like what is a critical incident stress management like sitting talking yeah. to people and all the rest and off the boards like off you're not working for a while but like um that's long-winded as the way like air traffic control for me was an absolute gift of a job and i loved it but i dad had a gas um smell in the cockpit of like fuel gas in the cockpit or something i had lots of like medical emergencies you get that all the time someone's had a heart attack or whatever and they need to come in especially yeah. in ireland because you're just off the atlantic yeah um <coughs> so there's loads of shit like that but there you go there's a wee time if i say ireland's just off the atlantic as if you're like oh yeah it's just off the m1 yeah that's yeah, yeah, just yeah. Off the m1 yeah but it's why ireland irish airspace is like really premium in terms of like where it is you know yeah. the irish aviation authority are like really it's ireland but our like air traffic control services are so advanced um and it's because we get all the traffic that comes from europe to america america to europe it's just like a hot spot in terms of airspace so anyway that, that funnily enough that was also something I, I did think about one at one point like potentially going to pilot school it's just the, the expense of it's mad of, it's like you want to become a 30 grand or something yeah. and it's like it's a lot and although like yeah you'll probably recoup that in a career it's just yeah it's a lot yeah we'll ask one or two more because i went off on a tangent and then we'll we'll go um are you so rare canary one store are you trying to rival laird for the amount of podcasts you can be on in a week i'm gonna cough i'm trying to rival laird for the amount of podcasts and the le least amount of combined views of those podcasts people are <laughs> honestly the amount i feel bad because these guys on the survey community they're gonna be on their phones right waiting for a brand new podcast get a notification mm. yes the 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 brand new podcast is out featuring it's able so rare fuck not that's it you're ever the same guest is on the same like the circuit over the next for a couple of weeks you're like yeah. oh i've just listened to this guy and then even yeah. if you love them you're like it might be the same stuff yeah <laughs> even though there's a million different things um have the so rare employees playing the game speeded up new improvements that's from will 232 do you think it's hard for us to quantify oh, that i don't even know if they have have there been improvements well like i don't think so i think like, like I, not there have been like the, the, the pitch notes and stuff like there have been things happening but i'm saying i just think it's very hard for us to quantify that that that's the reason. yeah yeah it's like i don't i wouldn't say there's been anything yet that i would have been like, like wow that you can clearly see that they they understand but at the same time that doesn't mean that, they, that it's not working mm. i think i think if i feel the need to clarify that because sometimes you can you can sit there and be like oh yeah i don't see the, the, the change it's making but that doesn't mean it isn't a change yeah um <clears throat> what's this craig jr about oh, craig is nepenthe's name right and i was on the so rare data strategy oh, okay, show on funny. monday craig jr and, that's funny and sean sean kept calling him craig craig yeah it's like craig craig it's craig 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 it's craig yeah it's craig, craig. yeah I spoke to craig multiple times right it's, you know we, we, in fact I'm pretty sure we were me, Sean, and Nep were in a call at one point watching MLS or something one night as we DJ and hoping Carlos Hill scores a hundred. And uh, mm. I'm pretty sure Nep 
clarified that it's pronounced Craig and not Craig, and yet you know, you know, sure. Oh, well, he's just got to lean on that. Um, yeah. let me see. Bullstar says you have monkey and then Haber. When are you going to have the only intelligent member of the so rare ramble on your podcast? Would you agree? Should I have mm. Bullstar on? Mm. I uh, yeah. I think the long the longer you can uh, put that off, the better. Let's see. Julian wants to know which team you've become a fan of through so rare. Loads of them, mate. Twenty Sanfrecce Hiroshima, um, Bayern Munich. Mm. Uh, loads of them, mate. Absolutely loads of teams. Class. Um, do you regret the United stack? That's from Jono. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Straight answer. I, I'd probably spend about four grand on that. I'd probably, if I could get, if I could <coughs> sell it all and get four grand back, I, I'd do it tomorrow. <laughs> this is one of those questions for a plug, but we're going for it. Mark Simons, is your leg burn from Sorare Sevens healed yet? Oh, do you want to see this? Oh man. Oh. Is it actually you, really yeah. bad? Is it? I'll show you a picture of what it looked like when it happened. It was bad. Like. The worst I think I've ever had. See if like you a... show me. You know that picture of the the guy with the huge penis. See if you like pull it up. <laughs> what you mean, like... me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my word! Yeah. So on my leg now, I don't know if the camera will be able to pick this up or not. But is it like just discolored? Try. Yeah, it's like pink now. Like this this portion. Lift of it my higher. My knee's a bit fucked at the minute. You can't really see it. No, you can't really see. You see, if I press it, does it go white for you? <laughs> yeah. No. This <laughs> what has this podcast become? <laughs> if I, if I, it's not too bad now. When I get a tan, you can see it just yeah. goes pink, and it's permanently just like pink now. Mm. If I, I suppose if I get a tan, it's worse. So, are you yeah. gonna repeat the injury in April? So we're hopefully not. Do you know, the funny thing is, like, I didn't even try and slide tackle. What happened was the ball was going out of play and I slid to try and keep the ball in. And mm. unfortunately, yeah, that ended up happening. So that was really bad. Where's this one in Scotland then? When is it? Falkirk? No. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is Falkirk. I have to check the date when I try and get there. Um, it, it's, right. it's a good laugh, to be honest. I really enjoyed it last time. I'd say it is. It was more, I think, like, as. I was going to go to the last one. When was the last one? When was the last one? In the summer, I think. Was it in the summer? Aye, was it like July or something? Yeah, roughly. I took like I took a month off content. I took yeah, a month I off. I was like, I'm not doing anything. Even if that, like, the reality is that while that's a very social and fun thing, it's so rare, which for me is like part of my work. Yeah. I was like, I'm off no, to I've, If you'd have gone, Portugal you'd, you'd, have, you'd have been working it. Like, like, you'd have been, I, I, I can guarantee, because it'd have been like, you would have been going around individual people, giving them like 10, 15 minutes here and there, like like trying to talk to everyone. Like, because I, I know what you're like. I know you'd have been like, you'd have been John Nellis, the content creator for everyone, rather than just chilling and having a good time. Oh, I don't know if that's like, good or bad. <laughs> I, no, it, it's a good, it, like, it'd have been like, remember that London meetup? Yeah. You, oh, did mental. you feel like a responsibility to make sure you chatted to everyone and gave yeah. everyone there like 10 minutes and, and, and sort of had a conversation? 100%. It wasn't that even what like... it had been like because everyone yeah. everyone there knew you. I was all right because like not that many people know me in a SoRest space. So I like, mm. th like I had a few people, I spoke to a few people and had some really good conversations, but like I didn't, you're like the man of the SoRare world. So like you it's one of those where it's like, everyone. it's more just that everyone will like, 
because I've been here for three years making content, like yes, you're right, people would probably if they're into sewer and they're into content, they might necessarily like me, but they'll probably know that my content exists. Yeah. So it would be very easy for people who are there on their own to kind of come up and talk to me first off. I think at London, because I organized it, I felt an obligation almost to like thank everyone. It's like look, I really appreciate you yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so and it did feel like I have to hit everyone because I didn't want anyone yeah. feeling like I didn't thank them for being there. You know what I mean? Mm. I think like I love the idea of going to something like that and just chilling, but you're right, it would be a bit like you, you feel an obligation to sell out to everyone. Um, yeah, 100%. And like, which that's, is nice, that's, it's just hard. And it's like being at a like, wedding. You know where people at a wedding yeah, are like, literally, yeah, sell like, out to everyone and didn't yeah. get to chill. Yeah. It's like if I went to like a FIFA specific thing, like I would, I'd be the same. I'd want to chat to everyone just, just on the, just so people don't think I've been rude or ignore them mm. or anything like that as well. Like, so, and that's not, that's, May, may have come across to sound like you don't want to talk to people when you're doing something yeah, like that, yeah. which you do. You obviously do. But like there was, I think there was like 40, 50 people there or some, uh, I think, or something like that. Like it can be a long day if you don't get a moment to just relax and enjoy yourself. If every conversation is, because it would have been, every conversation would have been about so rare content creation. Like, you know, yeah. that's what every conversation would have been like. And although that's, you know, it's enjoyable to talk about that sort of stuff. Like, sometimes you just want a day where you enjoy the day like everyone else does rather than like constantly talking about work i think the beauty is though as well with so rare i think if i was to go to one in april um i feel like this is predominantly like adults so it would be a lot more chilled because yeah. i felt even in london it's like at the event itself i felt i felt obliged to go to people but it was like the day before there was like 20 of us met up in a bar beforehand um and it was very chilled because i think it's like adults whereas like for example, you probably get it with FIFA as well. Like if like kids are coming up to you or something, you know, it's different. Kids, See, it's up. not for me. Like, so like I'll play, I play football five times a week now. Um, five times a week. Yeah. Feel, Jesus you know, Christ. It's nuts, mate. I play three 90 minutes a week. Um, so, and, and the lads are all adults that I play football with and they all know what I do for a living and stuff like that. And they all want to talk about it because it's very interesting mm. but i think sometimes they don't realize it's like that it, so that's my job right and i'm sure like the last thing they want to do like some of the lads do like plastering or they do this sort of stuff that, that, that I, they don't want me coming and saying like yo so like you know what's this doing about how you know how's plastering do this how does this work like how does you know what what compound can i mix to get the best solution i know what you mean yeah they don't want to talk because people just people just want people think that's like your your hobby as well you know people just want to relate to you and and chat to you so like obviously there's no malice in it but i get what you mean it's if if you're for your own sake if you're doing that 10 15 20 times it gets repetitive but aren't we blessed that it is our fucking job oh absolutely it's like that's the thing i fucking love my job i love my job it's it's incredible It's, it's a great job but it's also like it is at the end of the day works work right so sometimes you want it's to hard that off. isn't it it's hard that transition from like hobby to work yeah you know? i feel like with this job you don't get to switch off like pretty much ever mm. like i i i'll go for a holiday somewhere and i'll spend a week off but i'm still on youtube analytics and on my phone and like yeah. you know what i mean so like it's just this constant feeling of that you have to be checking everything and making sure everything's running smoothly and yeah like that. I think that's why I actually, I, I took like a month. I mean, like I actually took a month and did fuck all. I posted at 12 o'clock each day and like four o'clock most days, every second day. So I did like, and that takes like four minutes. So I did like 10 minutes of work. I did like an hour's work a week for five weeks. Yeah. And I think even stretched into like a sixth week. Um, And this tournament was during that. Um, But like it took me maybe a week and a half to like switch off. And then it was just like at alarm set my phone and would just post the content. 
was bliss. I properly switched off. It was so nice because it was the first time in years, you know, like with air traffic control, when it was my only job, it was grand. But then whenever I was like doing two jobs for two years before I went full time in content, putting down 70, 80 hour weeks, easy, you know. And then it was like, it was the first time that it was like, no job and nothing to do. You've done all the work, chill out. It's fucking bliss. And then next year we'll have the Euros and I won't be able to do it. And then the next year after that, 2025, I'll chill out for a month. But anyway, Haber, it's been a pleasure. Um, again, thanks to SoRare Data. Sign up using the code John Ellis or the link below for 72 hours of a free star um, membership. Give it all a crack. Haber, people can find you. It's Haber SoRare on Twitter. Just like up it's Haber. YouTube, all that sort of stuff, yeah. Yep, YouTube as well is obviously the main one. I love that you kept your hat on the whole time. Um... And I'll chat to you soon. I was on for a while. <laughs> Good man. Cheers.